make home your favorite new restaurant this winter with Omaha Steaks delivered straight to your door. Have you ever wondered what makes Omaha Steaks so good? Well, here's your answer. I figured it out. It's the aging process. Omaha Steaks are aged at least 21 days. That's where the magic happens. Try these mouthwatering steaks in the Butcher's Best Sellers package. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter the promo code VOICES into the search bar to save over 50% and secure exclusive pricing. Included in the Butcher's Best Sellers package are four iconic fork tender Butcher's Cut Filet Mignons, four ultra-juicy burgers, four savory pork chops, four kielbasa sausages, four rich and decadent caramel apple tartlets, and so much more. In addition to getting more than 50% off, you also get four more chicken breasts and four more of those delicious burgers for free. All you have to do is visit omahasteaks.com, type voices into the search bar to order the Butcher's Best Sellers package today. Save 50% plus get four free chicken breasts and four burgers, all from the company that's been bringing people together for over 100 years. That's omahasteaks.com. Type voices in the search bar. Again, omahasteaks.com. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Standing up and speaking out, here's Hal Sparks. Well, it has been quite the morning, and it will continue to be so. Uh, Thank you for joining us this morning. Lovely to see you guys here. Uh, Johnny Million is with us, of course. And in this hour, uh, we will be having uh, Chris Titus, uh, if all the Internet... loves us uh, at the half hour break. And then, of course, Dino Vidala is going to join us in the next hour to talk about the impeachment uh, shenanigans that went on this morning. And are they shenanigans? They're they're beautiful. I I um Johnny, have you been watching? Did you get up this morning and check out a little no, I, I piece of it? See some uh, some highlights already. It's already um, the Philadelphia is already going viral. Oh, yes. Well, we're going to I'm going to play a little bit of that for those of you that haven't uh, participated, haven't had a chance to uh, enjoy that part of it. Um, this morning, this was supposed to be wrapped up today, and this is how the, uh, you know, th- all along, the, uh, beg your pardon, the, um, the Republicans have been begging for this to be to uh, over, just over, just, you know, they're counting on the Republicans and Trump have counted on this kind of appetite for newness that we have in the American media and in the, you know, in the American public and hoping that and our appetite for it is so high that at some point we get bored of everything, no matter how exciting right. it is, we will get bored of whatever they're talking about. And in the case of um, the the impeachment, they were hoping, OK, we get this done by Saturday. Everybody will be so caught up in getting the other thing done. We'll pretend that Trump never did anything wrong and that it was settled, not that it was brushed over. And and in and that has been the strategy. Um, the fix is in. Don't make too much of a case. And if anything, make it about how cartoonishly bad Trump's lawyers are, because, again, Trump does not care if he wins on merits. He doesn't actually think you are that impressive. If you're the fastest runner and you win the race to Trump, that's not impressive. It just means, right. you know, like you were a sucker. You trained hard. You showed up on time. You did everything right. But if you can win and never train a day, tr- you know, 
it turns out you you know you gave arsenic uh, like uh, flowers in the attic, arsenic cookies to everybody on the team as a you know as a thank you gift beforehand, but they can't trace it back to you, and they all fall down midway, and you don't even you just walk to victory because everyone else has been cheated out of their chance. To Trump, that's yeah. a much bigger win because any sucker can win on the merits if you deserve to win. What's the big deal? But in the case of uh, you know especially in court like if you look back at what michael cohen has talked about how he's dealt with like groups of uh people who have bought you know like condo ownership groups in his buildings and stuff who fought him in court by cheating them he feels like that's the real victory that if i can you know if i just win because i win who cares well this has been you know the the sort of sideline of this is trump knew the fix was in the Republicans guaranteed him the fix was in uh, Mitch McConnell. Everybody had already decided that they were going to vote this way. This is it. It's 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 a moot point. You really even don't even need to hire the best attorneys in this situation. Why would you pay <laughs> top dollar? Why would you pay top dollar and risk your best boxer for a fight you know is fixed? Yeah. You know what I mean? You end up getting like, what if, what if one punch Mickey the machine, uh, uh, Mickey the one punch machine gun from Snatch is in the ring, and he knocks your great fighter out because you thought it was a fix? Why bother? Why pay millions of dollars for competent lawyers when you know the jury has been tampered with for chump change for free? So Trump, uh, you know, and and there's a secondary benefit to this is that if Trump is found guilty or is, you know, uh, know, enough senators don't show up so that the two thirds vote doesn't require 17 people to vote against it, because we got 55 votes today for witnesses. There's there's a solid five people on the fence about this stuff and would love to go down in history as the people who stood against Donald Trump. And if there's 10 of those and a bunch of other people vote present or don't show up for the vote, the two thirds balance gets all cattywampus. So, but if he wins, you know, if he, if he's acquitted in this, the idea is on Trump's side that he did it with the crappiest lawyers ever. And if he loses, he had crappy representation. He wants to, right. you know, get a do over. I had bad reps. You hired him. So today, I, I want to play you a little piece of what just transpired. Um, I'd pay, I'd play you Jamie Raskin's uh, segment. But it's perfunctory, short, and very normal. It's just like, we got this new information. We'd like to depose this witness and call them, and that's all we have. And today's the day we're supposed to talk about that, so we're talking about that today. And then comes Trump's lawyers, um, and it uh, it's a thing of beauty. Here we go. Thank you. Senators, good morning. Uh, and good morning to the American people. <laughs> Because, you know, it's Good Morning American People. It's a new show that's taking place on the Senate floor. The first thing I want to say on the issue of witnesses is that the House manager just got up here and described the articles of impeachment and the charges. There is no plural here. That's wrong. There's one article of impeachment and there's one charge. And that's incitement of violence and insurrection. 
what you all need to know and the American people need to know is as of late yesterday afternoon, there was a stipulation going around that there weren't going to be any witnesses. But after what happened here in this chamber yesterday, the House managers realized they did not investigate this case before bringing the impeachment. They did not give the... They were actually there. I mean, that, that kind of does factor in. This is one of the odd situations where the term investigation, like we want to talk to some witnesses who were actually there on the day. We were here on the day. Yeah. Proper uh, uh, consideration and work. They didn't put the work in. That was. Yeah, he calls them lazy and and. Uh, and sure, yeah. constantly accuses them of trampling on the Constitution. It's a it's a good look. Necessary to impeach the former president, but if they want to have witnesses, I'm going to need at least over a hundred depositions, not just one. The real issue is incitement. They put put into their case over 100 witnesses, people who have been charged with crimes by the federal government. And each one of those. By the way, you're about to hear an egregious and silly lie. I shouldn't have to preface that. But listen, see if you can hear what it actually. Uh, yeah. They said that Mr. Trump was a co-conspirator with. That's not true. But I have the right to defend that. So it's a it's a it's a full on straw man. The idea that he he co-conspired with the people who, you know, stormed up like like you conspire with people when you incite a riot. You know what I mean? The Mm -hmm. and the idea of even inciting a riot is based largely on the idea that you don't know the vast majority of them. You couldn't possibly. Otherwise, it's you and your family and friends attack the bank, right? But the difference in this, in terms of this is that he's, he's reading it as the people that were inspired by him and had planned to be there because they thought that's what the president wanted. They heard what they needed to hear from him and they started on their way. Even the ones that went early to the Capitol and breached before and beforehand thought they were following the orders of the president. Nobody co-conspires with their general when you're a private in an army or if you're an infantryman. You don't co-conspire with them. You follow orders that you you think are valid. And you receive them and you carry them out. But, I mean, again, this is an enormous straw man. The only thing that I ask, if you vote for witnesses, do not handcuff me. Well, yeah, he's he's very excitable. By limiting the number of witnesses that I can have. I need to do a thorough investigation that they did not do. Wait, it gets better. I need to do the 911 style investigation that Nancy Pelosi. He means 911, by the way. Was he called for? That drives me crazy. Right. It should have been done already. It's a dereliction of the House. <laughs> by the way, it should have been done already. The 911 commission was months and months, but it should have been done already.
right. manager's duty that they didn't. And now at the last minute after a stipulation had apparently been worked out, they want to go back on that. I think that's inappropriate and improper. We should close this case out today. Yeah. This dude wants out of here. The more attention that's paid to any of this, the worse it gets. We have each prepared our closing arguments. (laughs) And I I have nothing else. We each, I mean, I had eight days to get ready for this thing. Yeah, so it's not his fault that he's terrible at his job. He's really bad at this. We each have those eight days equally together to prepare ourselves. And the House managers need to live with the case that they brought. No, they don't. In any circumstance where you go, Your Honor, there's new evidence, it's brand new to us, and it's brand new to the defense. If they need time to look at it, that's what we'll do. But we're going to put it in. Like, what's what? in what world would... in? You're about to give your closing argument in a murder case. We always go to the most egregious format or whatever. And you find the knife. <laughs> right? And and you're like, Your Honor, uh, in in searching uh, you know, people coming into the courtroom, uh, we found a knife that has the initials of the murderer on it, one of his, you know, one of his sycophantic uh, supporters of, you know, one of his serial killer groupies brought it in. We need to have it tested. We think it's the actual one. It says inscribed on it, to my dearest, here's the murder weapon you always wanted, (laughs) you know. We'd like to enter that. No, 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 sorry. We've already, I already wrote my closing argument, Your Honor. We can't proceed with this. This is madness. But if they don't, please, in all fairness and in all due process. By the way, that's the whole due process thing is drives me nuts. We got we're going to take a break in one second, but I want to play. I want him to say this. Do not limit my ability to discover, 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 discover the truth. That would be another sham. Well, then interview your client. And that's the president's position, my position. When I come back, I want to, like, it gets worse. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, I'm going to play a little bit more from, that's uh, Vanderveen, the president's lawyer. Um, The guy who's, you know, um, is emotionally what Castor is in terms of details. If you've got one, one attorney who's terrible at law and kind of cognitive thought, You've got another one that is emotionally on edge at all times. We'll be back right after this. It's the House Parks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. Uh, Chris Titus is joining us at the half hour, and then uh, Dino Vidal at the top of the next hour. It's going to be a good time. Now let's get back with House Parks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. What's happening, everybody? Welcome. Uh, and you can, uh, of course, watch the show streaming at any of your favorite social media sites. Uh, uh, the Facebook page is, of course, uh, the Hal Sparks page. And uh, we're on uh, Twitter, if you, if you view via Periscope. As many people are as they live tweet what's the, the madness that's kind of currently going on in the, in the Senate. If you didn't watch this morning and if you didn't hear right before the break, we were playing um, – uh, lawyer Vanderveen for the Trump side, and he was very upset. 
that they were going to call witnesses. And by the Democrats requesting that they depose and call one witness who had overheard Kevin McCarthy having an argument with Donald Trump, which, by the way, between McCarthy and Tuberville, we now know that Trump knew that Pence's life was in danger and when and that he he tweeted uh, a basically the hell with Mike Pence tweet while knowing concurrently while he found out from Tommy Tuberville and then speaking to Kevin McCarthy that the vice president's life was in danger and that he had been moved to a secure location because the people there were seeking to murder him. And the president knew this, didn't care. uh, And over the, you know, that's one of the big things that they're afraid will come out. And McCarthy had this argument. This comes out yesterday with Trump, where he's going, you know, the president, these people have broken through the glass. They're breaking into, they're broken into my office. They're coming in through the windows. And Trump said, I guess these people care more about the election than you do. And McCarthy said, who the F do you think you are to the president? I thought he said, who the the F do you think you're talking to? Yeah, who, yeah, that's right. Who the F do you think you're talking to? That's correct. And, uh, and we, I guess we'll find out the exact quote when we get witnesses, because that's what's happening today. And, and uh, um, Congresswoman Butler, uh, Butler, Butler, Congresswoman Butler, um, apparently at one point, uh, she, she was getting the story related to her, as were multiple other Congress people. There are multiple witnesses to this conversation because McCarthy briefed them on the call afterwards, meaning he was so pissed he just blathered about it hmm. that in the in the process of that, um, she wrote down what he said. She made copious notes because that's what you do. Yeah. And um, the and what what it does show is the timeline of the the um, you know the dereliction of duty aspect of him you know inciting a riot and the like and the fact that those are kind of like all written in are you know are a major factor. Well, we'll we'll see some of the pushback right now. So uh, Jeremy Raskin comes back up to the stand to basically redress what we were listening to before the break. There's some Trusted. element of. Yeah. Just a joke. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, first of all, this is the proper time that we were assigned to talk about witnesses. This is completely within the course of the rules set forth by the Senate. There's nothing remotely unusual about this. Mm-hmm. I think we've done an ex- exceedingly thorough and comprehensive job with all the evidence that was available last night. This was breaking news, and it responded directly to a question that was being raised by the President's Defense Council, saying that we had not sufficiently proven to their satisfaction, although I think we've proven to the satisfaction of the American people, certainly, that the President, after the breach and the invasion took place, was not working on the side of defending the Capitol, but rather was continuing to pursue his political goals. And the information that came out last night by Congresswoman Butler apparently backed up by contemporaneous notes that she had taken, I think will put to rest any lingering doubts raised by the president's counsel, who now says he wants to interview hundreds of people. There's only one person the president's counsel really needs to interview, and that's their own client. 
and bring him forward as we suggested last week because a lot of this is uh, Mm -hmm. matters that are in his head. Why did he not act to defend the country after he learned of the attack? Why was he continuing to press the political case? But this piece of evidence is relevant to that. Yeah, it is. And now, uh, finally, uh, I, I wasn't. By the way, right as Raskin was finishing, they uh, bum rushed the like they uh, Vanderbeen just you know just bum rushed the stand again. Like before he was even finished. Like he's freaking out. I, I was a little bit mystified by the point about the article of impeachment, which I uh, referred to. Um, The dereliction of duty, the desertion of duty, is built into the incitement charge, obviously. If the President of the United States is out inciting a violent insurrection, he's obviously not doing his job at the same time. Just like if a police officer is mugging you, yeah, he's guilty of theft and armed robbery, whatever it might be, but he's also not doing his job as a police officer, so it's further evidence of his intent and what his conduct is. And then, bang, Vanderveen is, like, racing to the mic. Before... First of all, it's my understanding, it's been reported, uh, that um, Mr. McCarthy disclaims the rumors that... It's not a rumor. She has contemporaneous notes that the call happened. Uh, this is, by the way, he's going to talk about Mike Lee's phone call as well. Mike Lee oh, yeah. was, you know, handed the phone to Tuberville. That's all true. Just for the record, before he even gets into this. Been the basis of this morning's antics, but really the rumors that have been the basis of this entire proceeding. This entire proceeding is based on rumor, report, innuendo. There's nothing to it, and they didn't do their work. Just like what happened with Mr. Lee two or three nights ago, some supposed conversation had happened, and they had to withdraw that. They had to back off of that because it was false. It was a false narrative. No, it wasn't. It was literally like I. he called me. He, he thought he was calling Tommy Tuberville. He called my phone. I handed it to Tommy, and they spoke. That's the whole thing. Nobody did, like, even Lee didn't understand what he was disputing at that point. But it is one article of impeachment. Yeah, they threw a lot of stuff in it in violation of Rule 23. Don't go. Rule 23 says you cannot combine counts. It's a defect in their entire case. It's one of the four reasons why you can vote to acquit in this case. Jurisdiction, Rule 23, the jurisdiction part is weird. Like, what, what does he think? We're not in D.C.? This isn't the well of the Senate? Like, it's weird. Due process in the First Amendment. Due process, of course, is what he's actually getting. The First Amendment doesn't cover incitements of violence. Like, it's like the hell. Yeah. And, and then ultimately, Rule 23, which is the idea that he said that they couldn't combine charges as far as high crimes and misdemeanors. But but what falls from, I mean, you heard Raskin's They argument. all apply in this case. Uh, let me let me let me take my own advice and cool the temperature in the room a little bit. Well, yeah. It's about the incitement. It's not about what happened afterwards. That's actually the irrelevant stuff. 
That's the irrelevant stuff. It's not the things that were said from the election to January 6th. It's not relevant to the legal analysis of the issues that are before this body. It doesn't matter what happened after the insurgents into the Capitol building. Because that doesn't have to do with incitement. Incitement is a, is a, it's it's a point in time. I thought not stopping them. It's a point in time, guys. We um we got to take a break. Uh, Chris Titus is waiting in the wings. I'm very excited to talk to this young man. Sweet. Uh, this whippersnapper gets to join us via the interwebs. I think he's uh, calling from his uh, his chalet in the mountains someplace. I think it's yeah, someplace it's... north of it's uh, it, I, he'll have to describe it to us. But I think it's built based on the specs in uh, Atlas Shrugged. It's basically a hollowed out mountain. It's where he lives. Right on. Uh, yeah, it's very impressive. We're gonna we're gonna take a break when we come back because I want I want Chris Titus to be here as well to hear the the streets of Philadelphia as as reminisced about by Vanderveen, the president's lawyer. We'll be back right after this. It's the House Mark Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk, WCPT eight twenty dot com. We'll be back. Okay, so if something is interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, consider our sponsor, BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp seeks to provide professional help with ease. It's not a crisis line. This is professional counseling done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist. Start communicating in under 48 hours, connecting in a safe, private online environment. Send a message to your counselor and receive a timely response. Schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever works for you. Anything you share is confidential and if you want to try a new therapist it's simple and free to switch BetterHelp says they're more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available start living a happier life today you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash sexy liberal join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health go to betterhelp that's h-e-l-p dot com slash sexy liberal and receive 10% off your first month betterhelp.com slash sexy liberal now let's get back to Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. And, just, and uh, by the way, my chalet, hilarious. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Chris Titus is joining us. Uh, Chris, you, you made it. I'm very excited to have you here with Johnny Million and myself. Johnny, Chris, Chris, Johnny. I think this is the first time you guys are meeting. So, Johnny, yeah, yeah, never mentioned. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Chris. Yeah, this is a, yeah. Uh, you too. And, uh, we're big fans, by the way, ChristopherTitus.com for those of you that need the, the who's and the what for's right now. And you can, of course, follow uh, um, Titus Nation on Twitter. Um, I believe that's the proper handle. I've been following <laughs> you so long. I don't know if yeah, that's yeah. that's correct. Yeah. So Titus Nation. And uh, I, I apologize uh, in advance for if you follow me on Twitter. Also, Christopher Titus TV, if you want to see all the videos like like young Hal does. Yes, indeed. That's right. That's, that's how we work it. Um, so you've been watching. You've been following some of this stuff and and of course from your from your mountain lair i think i mean i pictured it it's a little more beige than i pictured i always thought it would look like um uh red skulls place in uh in the uh, captain america first avenger you know what i mean uh, you know <laughs> yeah this is my life. good quiet my dog is barking yeah by the way you've tell you stop you gotta get the dog out of here right so uh, uh <laughs> no, no no i think it's wholly appropriate he doesn't know we what have, yeah 
So yeah, yeah, we we have a place up in the mountain. I had it when I had my TV show years ago. I kept it uh, because the world seemed to be coming apart. So we've stocked sure. it with food, water, and guns. So we're ready in case. Yeah, right. And yeah. I just thought with it, the trial going on, I might as well be here just in case things go sideways. Sure, absolutely. Well, the, it did go sideways, but mainly for the the president's team today. As we were talking about, they you know the one thing that they were avoiding was. The idea of having witnesses, because the biggest witness of all, of course, is Trump. Right. I mean, he he knows what was going on in his head about 50 percent of the time. And in this case, you know, he he is the guy who could tell you, you know, I was thinking this when I called him. Right. And he could you could say under oath, you could go, well, you say you said you were feeling this, but you did Mm -hmm. this. Why does that not match up? You know, court stuff. So. But also, Let's li- when we all yeah, heard that Trump was going to be called as a witness, sorry to interrupt you, that didn't you all, we all get excited? We got like, oh, this is going to be so good. Because now he's not in, under any, he's not the president. So he, if he lies, he perjures himself and we have any backup, he's done anyway. I, right. I, think, this, I think the man has a long legal, legal uh, um, trek for a while, for the next two years yes. at least. Hopefully jail. No, no question. Yes. Well, that I mean, there were other aspects. You know, there there was reports today that he could be um, cited in the death of Officer Sicknick, which, of course, in a in a normal world, he absolutely would. But the fact that that's news is kind yeah. of indicative of something. But let's listen to we, we've heard the part where, uh, you know, he's arguing where they have no case because of his four uh red herrings and he's thrown a couple of straw mans up but this is the fun part um here you go it's a point in time when the words are spoken and the words say implicitly say explicitly say which and i think those mean different things commit acts of violence or lawlessness uh-huh. And we don't have that here. So for the House managers to say we need depositions about things that happened after, it's not just not true. The idea, by the way, his his concept here, in case you're having a hard time following it uh, for the who's at home, is that there was one moment of incitement. You have to call it that he went go like he fired a marathon pistol in the sky and that was the point instead of the fact that it was like ongoing enticement and incitement both leading up to the speech and then once they were in there he wasn't telling them to call it off and go home they could he is president of the united states could have said pump me into the intercoms in the capitol building i want to talk to those people if you support me go home get out of there he absolutely could have done that in a second and the fact that he didn't is is ridiculous. But they they want to pin this on one moment. But, but I, that they could, yeah. I just love that. That's the that's the so for one second of saying we we need to fight at the Capitol. I don't know. Hey, when Jerry Lewis in that one phrase. Yeah. What's right. what's, what's the speech when he's doing it? Capitol. So. So he said. So the legal argument is that after he said we need to fight. Once they walked into the Capitol, it was over and Trump had no more responsibility whatsoever. Right. Yet the incitement was here. Here's what I don't quite get. I don't get any of it. I don't get that. They're saying that Pence. He didn't know where Pence was. Really? So the other guy who's the second most powerful person in the world with a nuclear football of his own, the president who sent people to the Capitol, had no concept that Pence was in the Capitol. I'm right. a little bit uh, dubious. Dubious. I just yeah. Trump. 
By the way, my hair, I had a full head hair like you as of yesterday. And last day, I was watching the trial. I just kept yanking it out. My wife, I I just keep, my wife just upstairs, just hearing me go, oh, come on. That's that's my entire response to the whole thing. That's right. Well, that's, you know, and that's an ongoing. The house managers are awesome. Yeah, they are. And they're very patient considering watching the emotional flip out. But let's let's continue with this because I want to get to the the part that I know you're waiting for as well. But, but if he does, there are a lot of depositions that need to be happened. Nancy Pelosi's deposition needs to be taken. Come, uh, uh, Vice President uh, Harris's uh, deposition absolutely needs to be taken, and not by Zoom. None of these depositions should be done by Zoom. We didn't do this hearing by Zoom. <laughs> These depositions should be done in person, in my office, in Philadelphia. That's where they should be done. Listen. That's the entire... That, by the way, that was a moment of unity. What we heard just then. That was the entire Bipartisan mocking. That's that's right. That was a bipartisan heckle. Um, <laughs> and, then, listen, and listen to his response. I don't know how many civil lawyers are here, but that's the way it works, folks. When you want somebody's deposition, you send a notice of deposition, and they appear at the place where the notice says. That's civil process. I don't know why you're laughing. It is civil process. <laughs> I have a reason. I, get to, I, have a, I have some, I have an idea why they might be yeah. laughing um, that we've been video deposing people since the Clinton uh, trial and that you're ridiculous. <laughs> Never mind the fact that you're going to get the vice president and the and the speaker of the house in your office in Philadelphia. Office. Jesus. Uh, my, that's why they were laughing. I think I think if people, it yes. was, there wasn't one thing. I don't know why you're laughing. Well, we don't really either because there was a list Yes, right. It was a, yeah, like we all have a different reason, but we all share that you're insane. This is and, and this is quite telling, by the way. This is again, this goes to the like incompetence as a defense where Trump hires cheap lawyers who are bad at their job so that if he loses, he can say my lawyer screwed up. And and in reality, yeah, I, I mean, I, I yeah. His thing is, you just if you if you just mention to anybody you're a lawyer uh, or saw a lot of Matlock, he's like, okay, go for it, right? Yeah, and and by the way, uh, it's weird that you bring up Matlock. Is that a Q mountaintop thing? Because that happened to be Q's password. I don't know if you followed that part of it. That was actually he was my entertainment attorney. Oh right, yeah. That explains a lot, actually. Um, Christopher Titus is with us. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, ChristopherTitus.com. Um, and um, th- this is going to be now, you know, they're working out the details. They're going to settle on. I have my own theories. I'm curious to hear both of your theories about um, how they're going to settle on what witnesses and and when. Um any any theories? Any any and but and by uh, the way, if you, I if think, you need a nine volt well, battery mailed to you, I'm glad to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Peter. my internet is my internet is kerosene powered, so uh, I think we're trouble. <laughs> right, um, it's good. 
<laughs> yeah. We, uh, I, I think what's going to happen is they need to get the people who heard Kevin McCarthy speaking uh, because I, I just love that Kevin McCarthy said what he said. Who the F do you think I'm ta- you're talking to? Which is like yes. a rare moment of, of stack from uh, Kevin yeah. McCarthy. Uh, uh, and, I, and I think that this whole threat of well, we're going to call 300 witnesses. Okay. You, yeah. Biden's got it. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to change. You guys need. Yeah. Uh, what, at what point are you actually, do you actually think you're going to kind of like bring up at, I, I don't know, the election again? Cause that's, that's what they're hoping for. That they think, oh yeah, well, if you call a witness about what Trump did on the sixth, we're going to call witnesses. We're going to call Rudy Giuliani to bring in Hunter's laptop, right? That's the idea. Yeah. Never mind the and that, never and mind that the and Rudy Rudy will fart up this entire chamber. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you'll have those gas masks back on in the well. Everybody be walking around with those plastic <laughs> bags on their head with the vents. <laughs> This is so yeah. So over the course of the <laughs> um, this, you know, the next uh, uh, my guess, my guess um, is they're going to agree on a number of witnesses, probably less than five. Um, and the and the Democrats will again request Trump to, you know, if not subpoena him. And see if he tries to say, well, I, you know, because of executive privilege while I was president, I don't have to tell you all the murderous things I was doing. Now, I, I, um, I we're almost to the break. And I know you, I hope we can stick Just around one, one with thing, us to the break. Isn't Trump, yeah, but go ahead. Isn't Trump yeah. not even worth calling? The man has n- there's he's a sociopath. There's no rules. There's no there's no point. Even they know they can do it to see how the Republicans act, which I would I would. I would say we're going to do it just to watch them flip out because that's going to show right. the public again that he's guilty of sin. But there's having Trump on the Senate, it's just, it's just a waste of time for everybody. Don't you agree? I, I agree. I will say this, though, that um, what's important about viewing Trump post-presidency is a recognition over time of his fallibility and weakness by the people who are his sycophantic followers. And any situation where Trump is deposed or any of those things, he will look fundamentally weak to those people. If he pleads yeah, the fifth always, because there's... Well, let's say park yeah. the plane behind him. they got to park yes. the plane behind him in the chamber, and then it'll be better. Uh, right. I always said that. People keep saying, oh, he's going to have power for so long. I said, no, he's not. Once he gets out of office, he's going to become actual size, and we're all going to see what a fraud this dude has been. Yes, and that's the issue that we have with, uh, like, that's why having him actually testify would have value to it. Because in that circumstance, you you know, they're going to look at this guy sitting there with lawyers on either side telling him what not to say. He's going to be petulant, sweaty, annoyed. He's going to he'll rail it at some point. Ted Cruz will throw him some softballs so he can repeat some stuff from the, you know, from the, the rallies. And we had our election stolen and then there'll be an objection and yada, yada. But that ultimately he'll look fundamentally weak because he is in. And if he's in a situation right. where he's not in control of the narrative, which he is isn't under oath that's what i'm you know i'm looking forward to seeing when when we come back um i i do want to ask you about sort of and and we will out and some of the folks are saying audio is choppy i will fix that during the break fear not um but when i i come back i want to talk about you know 
the other people they should bring forward, the other witnesses we'd like to see. Because I've got a couple in mind, and I'm sure you do too, and, and some of them are technically jurors in this case. We'll be back right after this with more Chris Titus and uh, Johnny Million. It's the House Parks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. You're listening to Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Sorry the internet's so bad. That's okay. Welcome back to the show. I'm Hal Sparks. Chris Titus is our guest, and Johnny Million still with us playing chat and, and messing with his cat, and uh, and I think just sitting doing, between the two of us. Doing all the things. Yes, doing all the stuff. And um, and I, I'm going to say right out of the gate that um, if, if we could call a witness, if I could have a dream witness, it would be uh, Carter Page. No, it would be um, <laughs> Eric <laughs> Trump. Um, yeah. And in the case of you know, uh, God knows, um, like the family or who was around Trump, who was actually there? You know what I mean? Who who was actually a part of um, the hold on. And they're, they're, you guys are getting an echo now. That's very strange. That's me. That's not anybody else but me. Nobody is fall by mine. Else but me. Yeah. Is that better? Um, I, I believe right. so. Is that better? Yeah. Oh, I see what it is. Okay, hold on one second. I get I can fix that. That's on me. Um is that the, me right now, I guess. Yes. Yeah, cool. So um in this particular case, I think we're good. I think it was okay. Um can you guys hear me okay? You good? Yeah. Okay, excellent. So um <clears throat> now the you know, as far as dream witnesses, I want everybody to uh, pony one up or whatever, but I you know, I need for all practical purposes, I, I need either Pence. McCarthy's the obvious one. McCarthy is the guy you want to bring in because he, he said it. The other one would be, of course, Tommy Tuberville. Now, he's supposed to you know, be a juror in this. He's going to vote on this. Um, so yeah, I think I think having a football coach uh, as a major witness in an impeachment trial is probably good. A guy who's been there three weeks, I think it's a good idea. Also, he won't know the process of it. I think so. It seems like our witness list is not very deep. I would like a kid Hitler, uh, Josh Hawley. That's who I would like. I would really right. like just because you know damn well there was some pre phone calls made. You know damn well, and and if people, it's so funny. This happened in the Capitol. If you don't know or think that the FBI or every other NSA yeah. agency have these phone calls, you're insane. What do you yeah. think? They just don't quite cover the Capitol. Is that what you right. think? Because it's that's what's going to happen. Is 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 I think that the, the House managers probably know more than they're letting on, and they're just trying to follow the procedure. Um, but Holly and Cruz, I, I, I don't want Cruz because I just can't stand to yeah. hear the man uh. talk. God. This is a situation where Donald, you're a coward, except when you call my wife fat and ugly. That's fine. Like that, that dude. I don't understand how he goes home. I don't know. I don't understand how you look your wife in the face ever after that. It boggles my mind. Um, Graham, Graham. I think some both you guys may have noticed uh, switched his vote this morning. Now, there's different theories abound. The primary one being and and the procedural one being, which I think gives him more credit than he deserves, is that he can later um, 
use it as a way to claw back his vote if it doesn't turn out the way he wanted. So you vote against something, you can't make a procedural argument to remove it because you already did. You were already voting against it, so shut up and take your vote. But you, if you voted for it, you can go, no, this isn't what I voted for. We need to... I need a moment to address on the floor what I thought the vote was about, and this is going in another direction, or we need to narrowly focus this. And that's that's the proceed. That's the reason McConnell would do it. But there's a lot of other. Yeah. I mean, what's what's your theory about Graham doing it? Graham, yeah. I, I just, I, Graham is so lost right now. He's he is Gollum. Right. He is locked in a. He there's he's double and triple thought everything. He doesn't know who he is. Whatever that video is that Trump has on him has got to be really bad. Right. Uh, I, I don't... I, Graham, I've actually kind of pushed Graham to the side now. Even when he talks, I just feel like, okay, he's changed this thing again. This whole thing, the threatening with 300 witnesses, again, I'm not quite sure what that threat is. Oh, you mean we'll have even more evidence that this was horrible? Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And aren't these guys mostly lawyers? Like, aren't you... Shouldn't you guys be yes. better at this? They all know it. They all know better. It's, that's, the, that's the stunning part. The, it, I guess ultimately, and you and I both know this, it's really not about what they know and what their, what their education or their background tells them, but what they think they can get away with. Right. Yeah. It's it's what it's how dumb they think the audience is. Right. Because that's a large part of this. Well, the audience over the last four years has actually proved that they're pretty dumb. So I don't think they can't they can't really miss a target there. But here's the thing. Here's what we've lost. And I wrote about this last night. I just kind of got I I had this feeling of I had this cold moment where I was like, we have given up morality, um, Mm -hmm. the right, you know, the right as opposed to being wrong. Uh, We've we've become these hateful just beings of I got to win no matter what. And it's sad to see that our leaders who we pay have no concept of morality Mm -hmm. or integrity. It's all about winning we know this guy's uh, he's a reality television star hack who by the right. way guys wasn't loyal to his vice president he nope. actually sent yeah. a mob to kill the vice president do you think he's gonna back you up in the primary do you right do you yeah. how dumb are you guys well that's the that's the fear point with these guys these are you know they they're operating with will he have and probably does he have power now i believe that if they had a if they had a secret ballot that Cruz and Holly and all these guys would actually vote to convict because they and pretend they didn't. They'd go be the first one. That I voted to actually, uh, you know, protect the president, even though they voted to convict so that they could guarantee he couldn't run next time and and right. still scoop up all the maggots, still scoop all the Trumpsters up in those votes to go. I defended the president, even though they didn't and and run, you know, a run in his stead, effectively taking over the mantle of the MAGA world. Here's what they don't understand about those people. Those people, so when, when, when any of these guys who's went to Princeton or Yale and thinks they're going to suck in uh, Trump's base is insane. Not only that, right. but they're shiny object people. Trump was a shiny object from a reality television show. These guys, yeah. no one's going to step into that mantle and let, uh, take that mantle unless it's it's someone insane. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know who could take Marjorie Taylor Greene is the only person that could literally step up because that th- she is. The those people and 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 i, I don't quite understand uh, yeah that's not gonna happen. gonna happen well the, the well, republicans we've known, are gonna, you and i yeah yeah 
you and I know the audience. We're on the road all the time. These mm-hmm. people are distracted. Once Trump is gone and his and he fades and the economy comes back, which it's already doing, and they, people get vaccinated, they're going to move on. I, I, yes. I believe that the, the GOP is just literally just just slicing its wrists every day now, and and just only because I tour the country and I know these people, you know, because mm-hmm. my act is really a lot of fart jokes. The point is yeah. that, <laughs> right, know your audience, they're, right? They're, they're sl- on a daily basis, they just keep cutting their wrists deeper, and they just don't understand what's going to happen. Yeah, agreed. And I also think there's too much there. There's a lot of NASCAR football and other things to that, that are shiny objects that will distract them right to it. They'll be yelling at the Bachelor in the same way they were yelling for Trump. You know what I mean? There's a there. They will have it, they'll phone trees for the Voice and that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, and really, that's how they occupied their time before Trump. You think it's going to change? You know what I mean? The difference is is that they'll no, they'll write off politics. They may you know come back home during the next presidential thing, but they'll kind of. Be be disenfranchised and mad during the uh, during the midterms, perhaps, and that's the big fear. Also, you got to keep these people motivated and, and actuated. But that's not going to happen. Yeah. The reason they were motivated this time is because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And then unless we get another pandemic or this continues for four years or two years, it's not going to happen. The vaccine will be done by July. Biden got all the vaccine. It's going to be over. People don't quite understand that it's over. Once TV mm-hmm. goes back to and movies start coming out again, the, 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 the reason the vote was so high, partly, I believe, is because people voted against Trump, not for Biden. But once that's over and life is back to normal, People aren't going to vote like they did. Yeah, people mm-hmm. think that we, we've turned America around with this last one. No, we were in a one in a hundred year pandemic. That's the only right. reason. And once everything comes back, uh, it'll be it'll, it's, it's over. Well, I also I do think that there Sorry, is a difference. That, that's all right. No, that, that, there is one shift and we're getting near the uh, the bottom of the hour. But the the one shift I do think happens is that because people mailed in their vote for the first time and were enfranchised in a rarity that they're not going to let go of that going forward that a lot of people who do care who were you know like they know they're going to have to stand in a seven hour line all that kind of stuff outside of states like arizona which are going to do everything to stop everybody from voting as much as they can which doesn't have enough electoral votes to shift anything (laughs) every other big state with big cities in it is still going to have a a robust mail-in vote functioning system even if you know the rudy giuliani's of the world try to beat it down over the next couple years and people aren't going to want to let it go colorado does it almost exclusively there's a lot of cities that do it um Certainly rural states, it's way easier, so it'll catch on like crazy in all these places. And suddenly these, you know, maybe it'll go purple states all of a sudden. We'll start waking up to the fact that, you know, you can vote the mandate from home. You can actually go, you know, I don't have to go down there to a losing side. My state always goes red is a thought that's thought by enough people to flip every state. Right. Yeah, Michigan, so, uh, Michigan too. Like, uh, I think mm-hmm. uh, I, I like I like to thank every black person in America right now for uh, getting out there and, and flipping this because it, it, it mm-hmm. you guys carried it. But mm-hmm. I think that everybody woke up to the fact that oh, if we do get off our ass and we do do something, it changes. I mean, Georgia, Georgia flipped. Damn, come on, people. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. So I think you're right, uh, but. Mm-hmm. You know, now that with the Democrats in in charge, the good news is that we can actually maybe force through a voting a voting rights thing again uh, that will actually make it right. 
because these guys are doing and Jerry, we got to stop this gerrymandering. My God, I was looking at some of the shapes and literally yeah. it, it looks like a Rorschach test. Wow. Uh, by the way, we're just getting a report that uh, Dems are not going to call witnesses. They are going to um, uh, add um, Butler's testimony, um, her statement into the record. Hmm. I don't know what what the other side of it. Let's hear. President's counsel have no further motions. Discussion. And Mr. President, uh, we have no further motions either. Excuse me. Then the chair would note that neither party wishes to make further motions under Section 6 of Senate Resolution 47. Therefore, the next question is on admission of the evidence submitted by both parties pursuant to Section 8 of the resolution. 